Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Support Wrestle Talk. Give us a subscribe. Hey everybody, I'm John Cena. Hey, it's professional wrestler Colt Boom Boom Cabana. Hey, I'm Double J Jeff here. This is Rich Swan, Matt Riddle, the King of Rose. Support Wrestle Talk. Support Wrestle Talk. Support Wrestle Talk. Do it, bro. Support Ollie. Support Luke. Support Wrestle Talk. Support Wrestle Talk. Home of Luke Owen. Whatever Wrestle Talk is, and whoever Luke Owen is, both the Ravens. Nevermore. Wrestle Talk. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Wrestle Talk podcast. I am Chopper Pete Pennell, and today I'm joined by Randy Andy Datsun. Hello, Mr. Ass. How are you doing? I hate that. Let's not make that a nickname. I had it. So you know how um, in yesterday's uh, podcast episode with Luke and Denise, mm. uh, Luke played a little snippet at the start of the music video, which has now gone live. It was in today's wrestle talk news episode if you're curious my music video punishment for wrestle league mm-hmm. uh they play they played a little snippet and people took like screenshots and pictures of it and stuff and put it up on on twitter and things like that i made the mistake of quote tweeting one of these pictures and just said my job is incredibly weird right that was it i then joined a group call with some of my friends the name of the group had been renamed mr ass the Profile picture of the group had been uh, changed to a picture of my ass uh, in the Mr. Mm-hmm. Ass shorts. Uh, and when I joined, they say, oh, hey, Mr. Ass, what's going on? And it's now become my entire life. Uh, so I hate everything about it. It's, um, it's awful. Yeah. I mean, I, I've got it quite as bad. Although the moment anyone says the word Kelly Kelly or holler, then Adam plays that clip. I mean, mm-hmm. and because people like it so much, Around, I'd say a good ten percent of all super chats towards the end of of Quizzlemania have the holler in it, and then Adam has to play it. Of Much course. to the confusion of everyone. I mean, he didn't even explain it to Melina. It no, was just here's Andy, need to. here's Kelly Kelly. It's like don't need to. And you weren't even that. Kelly Kelly. You were in a pimp outfit. It's Fine. Very different. Here's Andy, and then because the, the, there was that. Did you see that person wrote in and said it's not holler holler. It's Kelly Kelly. She says her name. It was like, no, she's not. A, she's not a Pokemon. She doesn't come out and go Kelly Kelly. And uh, it was really strange. And everyone went, Melina and Denise and everyone. Went, no, it's not. It's not Kelly Kelly. She doesn't. She doesn't come out. John Cena doesn't come out and go. John Cena. Do, 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 do. John and isn't Cena. that what it says when it goes? John Cena. That's yeah. Guess, yeah. yeah? Yeah, all wrestlers are Pokemon. They are, yeah. They only know. I mean, if you think about it, a lot of them do say it nowadays. You look at Apollo Cruz's theme, Apollo, at the start. That's true. It's there's a new there's day. some of them. It's a new day. Yes, it is. Mm. Uh, 
there's lots more that I can't think of right now. Mandy. Oh there's, yeah. There's quite a few that just say mm. their name at the it's start. It's just as sexy when you say it. I, thank you. Yeah, I've, I've been working on it. Um, mm. Anyway, we should probably talk about SmackDown. We can talk more about other stuff later. Um, well, we're going to be talking about... Did, did Otis just turn heel? Uh, maybe? Let's talk about it. And the first thing we're going to be talking about today is a baffling tag match that took place on last night's SmackDown on the Elimination Chamber Go Home show. You wouldn't think it would be the place for a couple heel turns, but there were technically three, two and a half on this show, maybe. Let's get Mm. into it. Because what happened was uh, it was a tag match between Ray and Dominic Mysterio and Alpha Academy. And at first I was like, okay. Cool, that should be a really good match. Two babyface teams, both probably going to put in a, a, a nice showing kind of thing. It'll be it'll be good fun. Uh, even though, you know, Gable's not really had a face turn, he's been wrestling a bit more babyface in recent weeks. So I was like, this will probably just be a bit of fun. Cool, I'm into it. The match went for like two, three minutes. Yeah. And then Otis was in. Gable made a tag. And then Otis just kept splashing Rey Mysterio. And then Gable came in and didn't make any effort to like get Otis out of the ring or anything. He was just saying, you should do that again. And then yeah. Otis did it again. And then the referee was like, no, you need to get out of the ring. You've made a tag. You need to get out of the ring. And then they didn't. So then the ref called for the DQ because they weren't leaving the ring. So then Otis splashed Ray again. And then he splashed him again, but from the middle rope. And But then he was like, really, it wasn't like he was conflicted or confused or anything. He was just doing it. And then yeah. was like celebrating afterwards, being like, yeah, I'm Otis. I'm, oh yeah, I'm great. And then they were like, wow, Alpha Academy, right? And and then that was it. And I was like, what was yeah. that? What happened? Because uh, they got intentionally DQ'd. Otis was attacking him after the match had finished. So that's definitely a heel move. Gable, we know, has been a little bit manipulative of Otis. So he's kind of like, you know, directing traffic and stuff. But Otis wasn't conflicted unless he's just really bad at acting which we know he isn't because he's done his whole mandy storyline which was great there's there's no there's there's no story i i don't understand what happened so who was the legal man i don't know it was one of them i haven't looked back because if it was otis Uh uh-huh i mean chad gable wasn't getting physical no that's true so, and we've seen a lot worse than this from like tag partners oh, and stuff like that in the past. Yeah. The referee calls for the DQ. Otis just splashes. And I know, I know I'm just repeating you here, but I'm also trying mm-hmm. to understand mm-hmm. in my own head what happened. Yeah. Is the story that they're telling that Otis is so just, he's just a big, stupid man and therefore will just do whatever. And if, Chad Gable goes up to him and goes, yeah, good work, man. He's just going to go, yeah, okay. He, uh, this man, this small man is telling me that I am good. I am I am good. Uh, caveman go, ugh. You know, it's that kind of, is that the story they're telling? Because that's not a story. We haven't had any real teases of this other than the fact that Gable's been a bit sort of like, oh, well, you know, just sort of slightly manipulating Otis. 
in the past few weeks. But for Otis just to go, all right, I'll just keep splashing him. It's not like we've gone, oh, yeah, that that's... Uh, we've really built up to that over the last few weeks. It's just, okay, we needed another heel tag team, I suppose, did we? Because I don't think we did. We just wanted tag teams. Yeah. And the thing is, if they are telling that story of Otis's big dumb man and just follows instructions and doesn't realize that the DQ happened or something, mm. then tell that story. They didn't tell that story. They didn't have any bit where Otis was like, wait, why aren't we wrestling? And Gable goes, no, no, it's cool. We won. Or anything like Nothing at all. It was just, he just splashed him a lot. And then that I was think, it. I think it has to be that because Gable ran out to him afterwards and raised his arm. And he was like, yeah. So he was just, I guess in WWE's mind, like he's like going, yeah, we won that match because I was I was beating up the, the small lucha man so much that the referee was like, oh, well, he can't continue. You, you've won now. Yep. And oh, that's I terrible. I don't understand because and, that's like a that's like a Jesse and Festus thing, which yeah, hundred percent, which just doesn't work, especially in twenty twenty one. Nope. It's like it's just this man will beat you up, and he won't know that he doesn't know the rules of wrestling. All he knows is that he is big and you are small, which doesn't make any sense because we know Otis has brains. We've seen it through the entirety of Otis's run. Yes, he's big man who likes food but he understands wrestling i mean jesus christ and then the thing is they they had a network exclusive which i watched on wwe's youtube channel i was like okay maybe this will clear up the story it didn't because it was just then uh the the interviewer whoever it was i forget sorry said uh you know oh it all seemed to be going really well for you until the dq and gable was like oh whoa 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 what do you mean, the, the the DQ? This was a massive win for Alpha Academy. We're going to go on to win championships and all that stuff. Yeah. And at no point was Otis just like, what do you mean, DQ? Or anything like that. He was like, yeah, DQ. It was like, so he knows. So he knows it's a DQ. So what? So what's the story? It's, it's, gotta be, it's just a heel turn. It's got to be just a heel turn. But then if it is a heel turn, what caused the heel turn? Why now? Why against Rey Mysterio? What's happened? Why did any of this happen? I don't understand. Do you, what, what's extra worrying, slightly depressing, is that normally in these story, in these kind of big man, small man teams, you've got small man doing all the all the wrestling work, and then big man comes in and flattens someone. But it doesn't feel like they're doing that with this. It feels like they're going, big man do everything, and Chad Gable will stand there and go, yeah. And to have Chad Gable in a tag team and for him to be the the, the one who wrestles less is criminal. I know. Like Otis is great. Like I enjoy watching Otis wrestle because it's, it is like a human wrecking ball. Yeah. But if you've got a team with Chad Gable in, you can't have him just being a guy on the side going, yeah. Because that's what he is at the moment. I know. <sighs> Makes me very depressed. Um, yeah, this was very confusing. Um, though I will say, maybe not the most confusing thing on the show. No. It's, it's probably up there. Maybe not the most confusing thing, though. But we'll get to that one later. Mm-hmm. 
A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. We now need to say thank you to some very special people, and those are our $25 and above pledge hammers on Patreon. If you go over to WrestleTalk's Patreon page, you can join in on Wrestle League, get your predictions in for Elimination Chamber. You can compete against all our other backers and also us in a big old leaderboard um it it impacts a lot of things and you can win some cool stuff if you win wrestle league too um so get involved go to wrestle talks patreon page now uh and subscribe and if you pledge at the 25 dollar or above tier you can get your own custom wrestling nickname and it gets read out on a show much oh. like this one so thank you to the ones chooses the wizard carol ones oh thank yeah you. go carol zondermania running wild Running wild. Hell yeah. Thank you very much. Colin McLeaner than Finn Balor. Woo. Ah, he Thank is lean. WrestleTalk's personal problem solver, Jamie Donovan. Woo. Yes, thank you, Jamie. Russ, pooper, scooper, cooper. Woo. Ah, he thank does you. scoop poop. He does. Joseph the Saint Chrysante. Yes, thank you very much. Arnie K. The K stands for the coolest dude ever. Oh, he Woo. is the coolest. He is. The Cypriot sensation, Chris Petrue. Moderator extraordinaire, Chris Petrue. Thank you very much. Everybody has a price. Kenny Bryson. Woo! Oh, Thank you very much. yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah. Yanni Zane Hamid. Nope, there's no R in that. It's H A M I D. Hamid. Yanni Zane Hamid. Thank you. Uh, the man. And finally. That's how you pronounce it. Yep. And finally. The man with the scoops, Sean. Oh. Thank you very much. 
thank you to all of our pledge hammers over on Patreon. Um, now, before we get into the, the main review of the show, a couple things I want to get to. Uh, first things first, this is the last time the SmackDown podcast will be on the main WrestleTalk channel. You can see on the little banner right below me, it says, this show is moving to WrestleTalk podcast. There's a YouTube channel called WrestleTalk podcast. If you've not heard about it, it's the whole super content shakeup thing. All of the podcasts are moving over to the WrestleTalk podcast channel as of pretty much today in terms of the podcast we're going to be doing the elimination chamber live reactions that are going to be dual streamed on wrestle talk and wrestle talk podcast and then the review of elimination chamber on monday will be on the wrestle talk podcast channel alone no more podcasts on the main wrestle talk channel from then on so please go and subscribe to the wrestle talk podcast channel because that is where you will be able to watch these kinds of videos in the future second thing speaking of elimination chamber live reactions on the prediction stream on Wednesday, um, it was mentioned by El Fakador that because I, my person that represents me in the WWE Championship Elimination Chamber match is Jeff Hardy, mm, that I choice. should paint I should paint my face like Jeff Hardy. I've got a couple of packages here that I've been told I should open on the on the SmackDown podcast, so we're going to do that right now. And this is this is probably the be the most embarrassing video of you that goes up on YouTube today, isn't it, Chopper? Mm-hmm. If you haven't already seen uh, Chopper's Mister Ass music video went live uh, earlier today, so if you uh, want to see that, uh, watch the Wrestle Talk News. It is in there. Um, all of the Wrestle Talk News channel uh, news videos will be on the main Wrestle Talk channel as well as they are already. Um, but yeah, do head over there and watch don't, that because Chopper that. really wants you to see it. I really, really don't. Um, but also going on the whole face paint with Jeff Hardy thing, we got some Snazaroo. Oh, face those paint, are those are Snazaroo to be fair. They're, it's those, very Snazaroo. Yeah, um, it's going to be quite uh, incredible. Uh, I think. Warning, attention. Oh, it's a choking hazard. Don't know if I can use it. Are you gonna? Um, are you gonna try and? Are you gonna have to shave your head before you do it? No more. Yes. No, no, no more. Like, because because you have done a paint on hair. I'm not shaving my beard, if that's what you're asking. No, 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 no. I meant I meant the top of your head. Yes, I will. I will try and get it as, as smooth as possible. Yes. Mm. Um, oh, also, actually, right I mean, now, this one a picture to. Show you what a smooth Pete looks like. Hate you. Uh, also, I knew that one was coming. That was some face paint. This, I have no idea what it is. They just sent me and just said, oh, hey, by the way, open this on SmackDown. Okay. So, what we got? <laughs> I'm very confused. What is it? Well, it says underwear on the, on the <laughs> front of it. Right. Uh, I don't have any scissors to hand. Rip it. To... Use your teeth. I, I, I can't. It's one of it's one of these. Go, Gooberfish. Use your teeth. Who? A... Is that another Pokemon? No, that was a Phantom Star Wars Phantom Menace reference for all my Phantom Menace fans out there. This is great audio content. It really this is. is. ASMR of Pete opening a packet. Okay. 
<laughs> oh boy, it feels very meshy. Let me tell you. Oh, is it? Oh, is it the old Jeff Hardy top? Oh no! <laughs> oh god, that's going to be oh, awful. Oh boy, it's it's quite see through. Like, you can you still put, see me behind it. Why don't you put it on now? I'm not going to do that. Absolutely not. So if you've ever uh, wanted to see what Chopper's nipples look like. Oh, you're going to see. Don't you worry. I've been showing off my ass in my Mr. Ass music video, and now you get to see the top half. Uh, okay. Chopper, Chopper is a hairy, hairy man, so you're going to see a lot yeah. of chest hair as well. Uh-huh. Um, so I'll be wearing that. <laughs> reactions tomorrow night. Do you know what? I'm really glad that I won at Royal Rumble because mm -hmm. otherwise I would have I would have risked this being me. So I'm, I'm sitting out tomorrow see, night. See, but the thing is though, if anyone else had got Jeff Hardy, I can almost guarantee they would not have been recommended to paint their face like Jeff Hardy. It's because it's me. I get all the gimmicks and everyone's like, oh, well, Pete, he loves dressing up as Nikki Bella for Hell in a Cell. Let's make him be Jeff Hardy, be Mr. Ass, be every, be Tyler Breeze. Yeah, you're yeah. Our, you're our little sort of training gimp. Excuse me. <laughs> I don't know. I couldn't think of the right wording for it. Anyway, if you want to see uh, Pete Hardy uh, yeah. tomorrow night, mm -hmm. then uh, tune It'll into be... the Elimination Chamber live stream. Yeah. It will be on the WrestleTalk podcast channel. And also, future live reaction streams for future shows will be on the WrestleTalk podcast channel alone. So it's worth your while subscribing there to get your live reactions as well. <sighs> but for now, let's get into talking about the rest of the show. Mm. Smackdown. Let's talk about that instead. Instead of Illumination Chamber, because it's going to make me sad. All right. <clears throat> so the show started off with uh, Edge coming out. Royal Rumble winner, Edge. And you know what? You know, I said I really didn't like, like, they were really artificially dragging out Edge's announcements and stuff. Him just saying, I'm going to wait till after the chamber is really good. Because now I, I buy into all the stuff he's doing. It's like, yeah, I'm just, I'm here. I'm just scouting out my potential opponents for after the chamber. And I was like, that makes a lot of sense. He was saying, I've got 13 potential opponents because mm. there's two chamber matches and that person that wins the match is going to go on to face Reigns as mm. well. Like, loads Could of people. Edge like versus Baron Corbin. It could be. Um... While I don't think it's realistically going to be anyone but Roman Reigns, I will say that the show did a very good job, you know, in kayfabe of making it a bit more believable that Edge could face someone else. You know, when he was having backstage segments through the show with like Daniel Bryan and Bryan saying, you know, some people will say, you know, this is way overdue. You know, people will call this a dream match. I was like, it would be. I'd mm. be okay with Daniel Bryan versus Edge. I don't think it's going to happen, but it's just it's nice to see that in kayfabe, they're not at least insulting our intelligence by only having Edge interact with Roman and going, Who's he going to pick? And it's obviously Roman. I, I like this, yes, yes, no, it was a really it, it was interesting because we've got so used to Roman's music hitting at the start of SmackDown for ages. So that when it was announced prior to the show that Edge would be opening, I was like, What? How does Roman feel about that? And you could tell because Roman came out three minutes later and he's like, yeah, he, come on, he man. He also responded on Twitter, essentially saying, I will interrupt your promo because he said, I'll see you on SmackDown or something like that. It was just like, come to my island or whatever he yeah. said. But no, like you said, it's nice that it's nice that it 
no longer feels artificial because it really mm. felt artificial it, just a couple of weeks ago. So that is once again testament to the fact that SmackDown seems to be written by sort of talented human beings, um, unlike Raw. But yeah, I re really, really like this whole thing. Edge, are you say, putting out the fact that there are 13 potential. Obviously, there aren't 13 potential. They've probably, hopefully, I think, maybe got one person in mind because if they still haven't decided who Edge is facing, they really probably should decide by now. It's, what, six weeks away? Seven weeks yeah. away, maybe? And for a properly effective build, you need to have one focus right now. And after, the, after this show, I finally feel like they are properly heading towards this one match, which is yes. really refreshing because in previous years, we've had so much, oh, uh, we're probably going to face him, but actually we don't know. Oh, wait, actually, no, Goldberg's got to come back, so we'll have him face him. Oh, no, but John Cena's got to be there, so we'll we'll change that match to be that. Yeah, it actually feels like we know we we know what we're doing now yeah. on SmackDown. At least mm -hmm. it it feels like we've and it's the same with the women's division. It feels like while they're dragging it out more and badly, it still feels like we know where we're going. Yes, yeah. Though I will say that one feels a bit more like who will Bianca choose? It could be anybody when it's mm. very clearly one person. Um, but yes, Edge's inclusion inclusion on the show I thought was very good. Um, yeah, he came out talking about his 13 potential opponents. Uh, Roman Reigns then comes out immediately and just says like, you don't have 13 opponents, you have one because I'm the main event of WrestleMania. If you want to main event WrestleMania, you have to pick me. There's no other person to choose, which makes sense. Like that promo. Um, Edge says quite rightly as well, just saying like, hey, a couple of weeks ago, you did something that I've never seen you do before. You lost your cool. You don't do mm -hmm. that. You're scared of me. Like, do you really want me to expose the dents in your armor? Because I can do that. Just have a, have a long, hard think about whether that's something you really want to do. Um, which was, uh, again, it was quite effective because it was true uh, yeah. from Edge. And uh, yeah, it, it makes a lot of sense for, for both their characters. It was really effective stuff. Um, but then Sami Zayn comes out, which I appreciated because he's in the, involved in the Elimination Chamber. It didn't feel completely random. Um, he's kind of involved in this sort of scene. Um, and he's basically just a guy to interrupt them and and get J.O. sort of super kick someone. But he did a really bloody good promo. Shocker. Sami Zayn cuts a really good promo. Um, mm. But yeah, just him just saying, you know, I'm, I've been disrespected by management and I'm being disrespected by you guys. I should be universal champion. Ba -ba 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 -ba. Get super kicked by J.U. So um, the only weird bit of this segment I found was right at the end because Roman hands off his universal title to, to Paul Heyman. Puts his hands behind his back, showing that, hey, I'm not going to attack you. Walks up to Edge and whispers in his ear and then walks off. I would have thought, based on Roman's history on SmackDown since he came back, that they would have turned the mics up in the ring and we would have heard what Roman said to him. I don't know whether it was a botch and maybe we were supposed to hear what he said or not. I don't know. But we couldn't hear what he said. He just walked up to him and went, and then walked off. And we're like, speak up, huh? Yeah, you know, I actually have a transcript. He was going, "Hey, Edge, can you please pick me uh, WrestleMania? I really want to have a wrestling match with you. I've really always dreamed of it, and, and you're one of my heroes. So please, please pick me." I didn't mind. Yeah. I didn't mind the fact that it was inaudible. It mm -hmm. it felt personal. It felt threatening. 
which is what you want because Ed should have just stood there and took it all in. There wasn't, and they didn't like to start going, hitting yeah. each other afterwards. I'm just going to say this once. Here's my warning to you. And then they departed. And that, I think that was, I think that was really quite effective because it yeah. felt like this is between us. Does they don't they these two behind me they don't matter but it's because it's between us now so that's yeah. i like that. i like that aspect of it yeah that's totally fair maybe it's just me being nosy um but like <laughs> i just want to know what was said like I, 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 I quite like the fact that like you said it was inaudible but then i would have like maybe edged to say later in a backstage promo or something like, oh yeah uh, you know someone asked him like what did roman say to you and then he says oh you know he said this thing blah blah whatever i i, I don't know M- yeah maybe it's just me just needing to know everything but mm. I just I, I just wanted to know what was said, that's all. Yeah. Um but yeah, cool, cool opening segment. Liked it. Um after that we got uh, Apollo Cruz versus Shinsuke Nakamura. Um and Big E was on commentary. Big E on his sofa with food and stuff. Love that. Big E's great. Um I thought he did a really good job on commentary as well. He seemed very like genuine when people were like, You've mentioned that you're in like the Apollo Abyss right now. He's like, I am. I'm sick of facing Apollo. Like I've I've beaten him three times in six weeks. Can I stop facing him now? Just felt very like, oh guys, I'm so over this. Can you stop? Um yeah. and came yeah. very, very genuine. Yeah, we had some we had some good uh guest commentary on this show as a as a whole. We, we got some some more later. But yeah, and you 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 feel because it's almost how we feel watching it. It's like Apollo again, but not in a sort of, oh, I hate Apollo. He's so boring. It's kind of, yeah, he really can't get rid of this guy. And then Apollo, so the match is, the match is like short, but it is fun. And it, it ends in like a sort of arm bar into a roll up from Nakamura. So you're like, okay, well, Nakamura has proven that he's, he beat Apollo. Therefore, Apollo can't say he deserves another shot at Big E. But then you, by the end of the segment, you're like, oh, no, I want to see Big E face Apollo again. Because Apollo then he, turns proper, like, angry, no, do you know what, F this. I'm going to just beat everyone up now and show that I am worthy. Because it was a roll-up. That doesn't mean you beat me. So then he just, not, I, was, I, I didn't know what the word to say. He hits um, Nakamura. Clatters, destroys, um, brutalizes, And then, he, and then he gets the... The stairs on the outside of the ring and starts starts hitting Big E and yeah by the end of it you're like okay no I want to I mean even if it's a triple threat which I don't think it should be I think it should be a singles match mm-hmm. but I, I wouldn't mind seeing this in a triple threat but yeah. like I say at the beginning I was like oh, still Apollo but now you're like oh no actually this needs another match yeah because i don't know how they're doing it maybe it's just because they're referencing the fact that apollo will not stop challenging for it and biggie's like reflecting the fans feelings be like guys i'm so over apollo can we not something feels unresolved in the story even though they faced each other so many times and it 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 it, it, it works this time because they're actually referencing how repetitive it is and Apollo is actually going through character change through these matches as well. So it's not like the same match every single time. It's Apollo at first, which is like, hey, we're bros. Let's go. Intercontinental title match, open challenge. I gotcha. It's fine. And then he was like, mm, I lost that one. I didn't like, I should get another shot. And then yeah. it was, no, I deserve another shot. And then this one's like, screw you. I'm going to attack you until you give me another shot. It's like, it's the progression of Apollo through it. 
which mm. makes a lot of sense. It works for a slow character turn. We knew a heel turn was coming, but this makes a lot of sense. Now is a good time to do it. I liked it. Um, I actually liked the spot at the end. I don't know people's feelings on this because I've not been online to see it. But at the very end, Apollo has the, the ring steps in the ring on top of his head. Um, he was going to smash him on Biggie. Biggie rolls out of the ring. So he's lying on the floor, on the, uh, on the floor outside the ring. And uh, the referee's like, Apollo, drop the steps. Just, just put them down. Please just drop them. And Apollo goes, you want me to drop them? Okay. Walks over to the side of the ring and just drops the steps on Big E on the outside. Now, we don't see the impact because chances are Big E rolled under the ring till the steps hit the floor and then rolled back out of the ring holding his head. I just quite like the creativity of the spot of them being able to do like a dangerous bump without actually taking the bump. I just thought it looked like a it looked like a cool spot. And I believe like the selling of it being like, oh, they dropped on his head. Like that mm. would hurt. And then like he got stretched out and things like that. And I was like, I'm I'm buying the beatdown. Like I it, it just it worked for me. I really, really enjoyed it. Yeah. 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 I, yeah. I agree with, with with all of that. Yeah. No, he he puts it up and goes, Apollo bruise. And then he and then he hurts he hurts Biggie. <laughs> I, Joe, I was cycling through everything that rhymes with Cruz in my head for a, for about thirty seconds there, and I'm like, "There's nothing good here." I'm just going to say bruise. So that's my that's my thought process. If you're wondering, uh, yeah, no, enjoyed all of this, and I imagine we're going to get a match between the two on Sunday or tomorrow. Kickoff show. Pilot versus Biggie. I hope it's not kickoff show. Me too. As much as. I don't want to see Bianca and Sasha on the kickoff show. That match should be on the kickoff show, which we... Which I is. disagree. I don't think your SmackDown Women's Champion and your Royal Rumble winner should be on the pre-show. No, it shouldn't, but that is the least interesting match on the card. Right, but even so, they shouldn't be on the pre-show. On the pay-per-view after the Rumble as well. Like, mm-mm. Yes, uh-uh, well, as I know. Bianca would say. But I'd rather they just didn't have... Yeah, 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 they yeah. shouldn't I'm, be in this I'm match because yeah, there is no match. there are no winners in this match because yeah. if, you, if anyway we'll talk about it later i was gonna say we'll, we'll get on to that because this is mm-hmm. yep we'll get to that later uh, if you don't like us ranting whew, we're going to um after that we had seth rollins come out and cut a promo just on the ramp did a recap of people walking out on him last week and just saying i'm great why doesn't everyone love me mm. i'm the best embrace the vision he was basically saying i'm gonna take legal action against everyone who walked out on me which makes no sense but it's perfect yeah, for a delusional it was heel. very it was it was kind of the the karen cult leader yes that's exactly it yeah um and he was just saying he called out specifically cesaro and just said he in particular was very bad i don't like that man mm-hmm. um and so chances are after chamber we're gonna head into a Rollins cesaro program which again all four um yeah it was fine it was it was a good promo and it just sows the seeds so it keeps the plate spinning of rollins versus cesaro puts over rollins's character good liked it yeah yeah yep. absolutely yeah no it was all good all good stuff from from rollins and mm-hmm. yeah i guess next friday we'll we'll probably actually start to see a feud between the two because I you so, can't, yeah. You, yeah, you can't really have Rollins interfere in the chamber. No, I, that, would I wouldn't, make me, I, that would make sense at this point. Yeah, and I wouldn't want him to because I want Cesaro to win the chamber and then have a really good showing against Reigns and then lose. That would yeah. be amazing. Um, but yes, 
After that, we then had a very, very quick two-minute match between the Riot Squad and uh, Tamina and Natalia. Um, you can tell this match was rushed. You can tell they were tight on time because no one got an entrance. Uh, the match started immediately after an ad break with no introduction of any who the teams were or anything. It just started. Um, they did not breathe for the whole thing. They just went spot, 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 spot for the whole thing. Uh, Billy Kay came out um, with like Tamina and Natalia gear on with like the cat ears and the nobody meaner t-shirt and all that stuff uh, and intentionally cost the Riot Squad this match. Uh, Tamina hitting like a black hole slam, I think, uh, for the win, which I tell you what, actually looked pretty good. I liked the slam she did. Yes. Anywho, they got the pin win and then BDK was like, hey, Tamina and Natalia, best buds. And they're like, nope. And then they beat her up. No, but I mean, Tamina and Natalia are best friends. Like We we know that because they've told us. Yeah, Billy Kay wearing possibly the only person ever to buy, an, uh, to, to buy a Tamina t-shirt. Um, I reckon there's been maybe 10. Yeah, I bought, I, and it's all me. Yeah. Um, yeah, Dave, this is right. This is run right, its course. They have run out of steam on Billy Kay. And it's such a shame because she's so great. She's so entertaining. But they just have no idea what to do with her. I know I praised the SmackDown writers earlier, but they just don't know what they're doing now. Yeah. Because we've like, had the various iterations of the Riot Squad doing things and losing all the time. And because it's not helpful for them either. Like, I know the whole point is that Billy Kay is a joke character and she costs people. But all it means is that the Riot Squad are just losing and losing and they've got no credibility anymore. Yeah, exactly. Um, because they, yeah, they always they... get distracted by Billy Kay. It's like, you know she's going to come out and you know she's going to distract you. Stop being yeah. distracted by her. Yeah, and if she's going to get physical with you, then you win by DQ. Yeah. Let her do it. Like, uh, I don't know, man. Uh, yeah, the story's completely petered out. They really need to just figure it out from here on out but i don't think they will um after that that yeah they very quickly rushed through that to then very quickly get on to look sasha banks was at daytona 500 that's way mm. more important let's push that instead um sure whatever uh and then we got <sighs> here we go <clears throat> we got the return of the ding dong hello show now i love bailey I think she is the absolute saving grace of this segment because this segment and the subsequent match was really bad. Yes. So the Ding Dong Hello Show is actually very funny. Bailey coming out through the door, the outfit she wears with the stupidly oversized glasses, very funny. Whenever anyone comes out and doesn't use the door, her outrage about it is hilarious. I think she's amazing. The little plaque saying 380 day Rain a SmackDown Women's Champion next to her. Amazing. The fact that she gets a very comfy chair and she has one stool for a guest over there. It's funny. I I, I like the Ding Dong Hello Show. Everything else was pretty bad. So her, her guests on the show, let's just run through what happens first and then we'll talk about it bit by bit. So Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax were her guests. They come through the door, as they should, eventually, because they did the the comedy thing where they both tried to walk through the door at the same time, and they they got stuck on the door frame. Uh, everybody, <laughs> that is funny. So they tried that like three times, and then they walked through. And then for some reason, correct me if I'm wrong, but Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler have had a lot of beef with like Naomi and Lana 
and other people on Raw. From what I'm aware, apart from last week, when Shana, uh, when Sasha and uh, Bianca made fun of Nijax's hole, because everyone was, they don't have that much beef with Sasha and Bianca. Yet here, in this segment, they came out and just ragged on them. And Sasha's the worst. No, Bianca's the worst. Bailey, you're so great for getting rid of Sasha. She's the worst. You see she, how she's walking around here? God, she's terrible. We hate her. I'm like, where's this feud come from? Apart from, you know, last week's segment, but that seems very flimsy, in my yes. humble opinion. But this then brought out, not Sasha, not Bianca. No, this brought out Reginald, Carmella's sommelier, if you're keeping track. Reginald comes out and then says, Sasha Banks is the greatest. She's the best champion of all time. Why did he... Sure, he's, he's just simping Sasha, basically, is what we're saying. They get a bit intimidating of uh, of Reginald, get in his face and be like, is that a challenge? Sasha Banks then comes out to save Reginald, mm. who comes out and says to Reginald, don't ever talk for me. He was like, sorry, queen. Yas, queen. I'm a simp, is basically what he said. And then Sasha then says, you guys suck. Bianca's totally going to choose me at WrestleMania, which wasn't relevant to what anyone said about anything. But that then brought out Bianca, who came out and said something about Sasha not winning at WrestleMania or something. And then Reginald then steps back in again and says, hey, we're all on the same team. You guys shouldn't be fighting. Why don't we do us three versus them three? Talking about Nia, Shayna, and Bailey. And then Nia says, let's get a referee out here. So now th then they have a match. A match which is, to keep track here, Sasha, Bianca, and Reginald versus Nia, Shayna, and Bailey. Bailey not in wrestling gear, and Reginald not a wrestler. Just feel I need to emphasize that a little bit. The in-ring action is fine, goes like a couple minutes, and then Reginald gets the hot tag. He comes in, and immediately all the momentum in the match just goes, <laughs> because he comes in, Nia Jax then gets in his face and he just stops and goes, oh, you're very big. It's like, you knew that. You wanted the match, you moron. <laughs> you stand next to her already. Yeah. Going, oh. <clears throat> yes. And then Nia Jax throws him around for ages because of course she does. She's massive. He's small. Just chucks him around for ages, sl slamming him and stuff. Nia Jax should very easily be able to put away the non-wrestler, the sommelier in kayfabe, the sommelier, Reginald. She doesn't because she goes for a leg drop and misses and Reginald dodges. On the outside, Sasha and Bianca then grab Shayna off the apron and just start beating her up, like pummeling her on the outside. I'm like, Jesus, guys. Like, that's a heel tactic right there. Whatever. Reginald comes in and tries to hit a crossbody on Nia, who catches him. Bianca and Sasha then hit a double dropkick onto Nia, who falls over with Reginald on top of her, and Reginald pins Nia Jax. Yes. A double dropkick, I think, who's actually hit Reginald, 
which somehow had enough momentum so that Naya couldn't get up. Right. So you've 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 done so a good. That's what happened. That's a good Let's outline. About it. Yes. That's a good outline. Mm-hmm. The this segment, and this is unusual for even for a WWE segment, where every single person involved looked like a complete idiot afterwards. And mm-hmm. I'm not exaggerating. So Bailey looks just okay. Fine, Bailey looked probably the least stupid here, which yeah. is saying something. Because Naya... she, she was she was more on the comedic end anyway yeah. with the whole "please use my door" thing. Like she was relatively okay out of this. Naya and Shane look stupid. Firstly, because of the whole door thing. Like, yeah, or I do it once, but then they did it four times, and then then their promos were awful. The content was awful. The way they delivered it, you could tell that they could not give a monkey's bell end what they were talking <laughs> about. Um, right. They just, you could tell that they were just, Bianca's rubbish, isn't she? And I mean, like, Nia's, I don't think Nia's a very good promo in general, but Shane is a good promo. And this mm-hmm. made her look terrible because mm-hmm. she could tell that she didn't care which isn't good. Reginald comes out for some reason, like you say, just talks for a bit. They go, we're big. He goes, ah! which brings out Sasha, who does a rubbish promo as well. And Sasha's yeah. a good promo, but she I sounded know. again like she didn't care. And she was like, the whole of SmackDown revolves around me in her Boston voice, which I find slightly grating anyway. Sorry, Boston. Um, which brings out Boston or Boss Town? Which brings out Bianca Belair, who's from Belair. Um, and she cuts a rubbish promo as well. And it's... Yeah. And it's because what they're doing is that sort of stereotypical sassy woman thing where all of them are doing it. Yeah. And then it gets, it's just, I am the best. Look at me. And they're sort of all <laughs> doing hands and body movements and stuff like that. And it's just, what are you doing? Yeah. None of this yeah. works because she's going, I am the best. I won at the Royal Rumble. So I, that, I think that means that I am the best. And Sasha goes, no, 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 I am the best because I am the champion and you will pick me. And then and then Reginald comes back and goes, let's have a match. Uh, and then is that what he sounds like? Yeah, let's have a match. Um, <laughs> I can't tell. Is he French or they they said, Reginald, do a bad French accent? I'm pretty sure he's French. Well, he was in Cirque du Soleil. He so... was in Cirque Yes, I know, but you don't have to be French. I, yeah, no, no, of course not. Of course not. Yeah, so, so um, maybe they've just gone, Cirque du Soleil, French, let's make him French. Yeah, because I found That's his Instagram possible. and I couldn't find anything to suggest that he was that he was French, but right. he, he might just not mention it anyway. Maybe. And then Naya just goes, yeah, all right. And and then the match is crap, like you yeah. say. And then she gets dropped. She doesn't get drop kicked at all. She feels none of the force of this small man on her chest. And then she falls over backwards. And for some reason, she's not a turtle. She can't, <laughs> doesn't fall and go, oh no, oh no, I'm on my back and I can't get up. 
He's a small man. I think I, if Reginald was lying on top of me, I am a skinny man, as you can see. But I reckon I could probably do this. Yeah. If Reginald or kind of push him off me, if he was lying yeah. on me. But this incredibly powerful woman is lying there going, oh, how, how have I got myself in this position? I can't move. I'm stuck. <laughs> what? Ugh. I, yeah. Uh. And then it was over. It's really bad. And then it was over, and I was like, oh, Christ, thank God for that. Well, the thing is, it was kind of sort of over, because we had a backstage segment later on where Carmella was like, hey, Reginald, where were you? And he was like, oh, you know, I was just... With good reason. Where were you? (laughs) Where were you, Reginald? And he goes, oh, you know, I was just getting the wine at the correct temperature, and blah, 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 blah. I'm like, Reginald, are you stupid as well? How do you not think she would have seen you out there? It's quite public. You're on TV, mate. She would have been watching anyway. the TV at a stupid angle the whole time. Yeah. And then she goes, quite smartly, Carmella just goes, I saw you out there. It's like, Good. Thank God we don't have that stupid story of Carmella being like, I don't know where he went. So she was just like, yeah, I know where you went. I hope you're doing the right thing. Chucks a glass of wine in his face and says, get me another one. So I'm like, okay, so Carmella is the only reasonable person in this entire thing. Okay, cool. And even then, she's not reasonable because she chucked a glass of wine in a man's face. Yeah. Anyway, the, the crux of it, all of this was rubbish, right? All of this was crap. I hated it. The thing that gets me the most, why is Reginald the one getting pushed? Out of everyone in this segment, you have women's tag team champions, your SmackDown women's champion, the Royal Rumble winner, and the person that held the SmackDown women's title for 380 days, and the the man in this in this women's segment, the man, the non-wrestler, is the one that's getting pushed. Why? Why yeah. are you doing this? I don't understand. Make it a three-on-two, or I you just... can have... Any other babyface, or even Carmella, just say, "Look, she's not as healy as the other ones. She probably doesn't want to be on this team, but it's got to be three on three. And she's, do you know what the main thing about her that's really important? She's a wrestler and a woman, and yeah. therefore should be in this match. And yeah. if she had pinned, Car- if she had pinned Nia Jax, I still would have been a stupid finish. But I would have been like, okay, yeah. well, it's Carmella, yeah, and not exactly. a small, and not Reginald, who." Again, has been throwing around the entire match. Just want to throw out there again. Non-wrestler, Reginald. Not a wrestler. I actually really like the match, so uh, we'll move (laughs) on from there. Oh, God, it angered me. Sorry about that rant. I know we got quite negative about that because it was rubbish. Uh, Cesaro cut a little backstage promo just saying that he's going to win at Elimination Chamber, go on to become Universal Champion. And he also mentions Rollins just being like, we all hoped that he would come back and be, you know, I've known Rollins for years. All of us just wanted him to come back and be the guy that we know he can be. And he's the same guy. And it sucks. It was basically the crux of it, which was good. Makes a lot of sense. Um, Again, still very into Cesaro. Love that. Then we got the tag match with uh, Ray and Dom versus Alpha Academy that we already spoke about. Uh, we had a really cool backstage promo with Cesaro and Daniel Bryan. I'd really like this promo um, because it made a lot of character sense. Continuity and all that stuff. It's good. All the stuff that I like. Uh, Cesaro and Bryan were just talking. Kevin Owens comes up in anticipation of the main event, which is a six-man tag with everyone uh, from the SmackDown Elimination Chamber in. 
he came comes up to me just like oh hey guys do you want to go over like strategy for the match or anything and they go oh yeah we were just talking about strategy we were talking about what's going to happen when you turn on us mid-match and hit us with stunners because you know you've done that a lot let's think uh kofi kingston sammy zane sammy zane sammy zane and just like listing off all the people he turned on even a little hint at jericho but they can't say jericho because he's an AEW. goes oh, i feel like there's a big name missing off this maybe i feel like i need to make a list eh, eh, eh. we said it but we didn't what are you say it at? i don't know man uh. eh, beyond me um and then Kay was just like hey guys i'm look i'm not gonna do that obviously uh i mean i'll do it on sunday on sunday we're complete enemies but tonight no 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 i'm not about that anymore um, and then he walks off and they're just like, do you think he's telling the truth? I don't know, man. Um, I, I just like the fact that they actually reference continuity of Kevin Owens turns on people. That's what yes. he does. That's what he do. Um, yeah, I, I, I appreciate that a lot. <laughs> um, then we had the, the backstage segment with Reginald and Carmella. Then we had the main event, which was uh, Jey Uso, Baron Corbin, and, sorry, King Corbin and Sami Zayn versus Kevin Owens, Daniel Bryan and Cesaro. Edge was on commentary and did some bloody brilliant work on commentary, I thought. Really added a lot to the match, to him being there, to the potential opponents that he's scouting and things like that. After an ad break, Paul Heyman came out on commentary as well to also scout for all the people in the chamber, which makes a lot of sense, but also kind of sowing the seeds of Edge and Roman a little bit more on commentary as well. All of it just worked really, really well together. Really appreciated the whole presentation. Thought it was great. Um, the match was quite fun. I enjoyed it. And I really, really liked the finish. I thought the finish was mwah, beautiful. Yes. Which was Daniel Bryan top rope gets a butterfly suplex onto Sami Zayn off the top rope. Amazing looking move. And then as they land, rolls through into a yes lock and then taps out Sami Zayn, which I thought was great and also i think the right person won as well because daniel bryan needed a win after mm. losing quite a lot to um uh to like shinsuke and uh, cesaro recently um yeah i i think he, re he really needed the win so i thought it was it was very good stuff and then immediately after the match everyone starts hitting big moves and finishes corbin hits an end of days there was a uh, other stuff there was a stunner i think there was a uh, uh, the other things but it ended super with yeah super kicks and all that jazz uh, it ended with um, Edge hitting a spear on Jey Uso and then Roman Reigns coming from out of nowhere and hitting a spear onto Edge, which very much paints it in the direction of Edge will be choosing Roman Reigns. It's quite overt now, but yeah. it came at the very end of the show, right before Elimination Chamber, when Edge has been scouting opponents for Chamber. It worked. Yes. I really, really like this. I th this is probably one of the best go-home angles WWE's done for a long time because not only does it build Sunday's match, but it also builds the future. Like it builds, mm. it builds the next two months of of SmackDown because yeah, yeah, because we now know pretty much. I mean, you'd be shocked if they they decide actually to you know what Roman shouldn't face Edge. Actually, it'll um, be Finn Balor. Yeah. I've heard rumors, um, yeah. and yeah, like that's all. That's what you want. You want you want the final segment to be like, oh man, Sunday's going to be great. Which I now think because mm -hmm. these, I mean, this match is going to be awesome. And then I now I'm like, okay, those two. I mean, we haven't seen Edge hit Spear and Roman because I don't think we should for a while. I mean, we probably will see it next week, um, but the fact that Edge at the beginning was like, hey, man, I can show the dents in your armor. And then that's the first thing we hear. And at the end, 
we see Roman hit a spear, and then and then we've got Roman with the upper hand at the end, mm-hmm. which is which was teased with that little whispering. So, yeah, just a really effective go home segment. It makes me want to watch Sunday, which is the which is what you have to do on a go home segment, and it makes me excited for the potential WrestleMania match. So, what yeah. more could you ask for? Exactly. Yeah. Just to show the rest um, of the show was a bit meh. Uh, I wouldn't say the rest of the show. The women's no, no, stuff no. was very bad on this show. Yes, but like the and Apollo the, Biggie stuff, I thought was great. And the and the the Otis stuff was baffling. The opening segment, yeah, the Otis stuff was baffling. Uh, I would have given this show a three out of five. Yeah, um, because I thought the the opening and the ending was really good, and the Apollo Biggie stuff I'm really into. The rest was confusing uh, and mm. all bad. Um, but yeah, I, th- I think three out of five is fair because, like you said, it did still make me excited for um, Sunday. So, yes. Yeah. All right. So, before we get into any uh, emails, because we do have one, by the way, send in your emails to support at wrestletalk.com and they may very well get read out on uh, a podcast episode just like this. Uh, we really want your emails because otherwise we don't have much stuff to talk about. Because, yeah. guys, when we're in lockdown and stuff, nothing's happening in our lives. We're really boring people. So please send us emails so we have stuff to talk about. Um, I've got one, but uh, before we do, let's just get the, the fun thing out of the way. Just talking about the music video for one last time before we stop talking about it forever. Mm-hmm. Um, I hated it. Okay, let's move on. Um, Interestingly, right. I've got a couple of things. Not about, just about the music video. So my uh-huh. my father... <laughs> He Bless did. him. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Did the, all the music for it. He did. That's quite right. Um, and he, as in because, audio mixing, which is saying the, I did the yeah, singing. He did the singing. He and he it. said he was going, "Oh man, I'm going to really have to tune this." <laughs> He's like, and then because the guitar was so bad on the original, mm-hmm. all yeah. the guitar you hear is my dad playing the guitar over the top. So he basically had to re. He originally thought he's just going to have to sort of mix your vocals over the over the mm-hmm. sort of original track, but then have yeah. ended up having to basically record the entire thing. That's um, amazing. Yeah, did a great job. That did he, a great job. I said, I said, you did well with the auto tune. He went, oh no no, auto tune didn't work. I had to do it manually. Mm-hmm. That's the way. Um, yeah. So uh, yeah, no, he's he's he's. A great, great man, but I don't think he ever envisioned himself doing this. And he keeps asking me, "Have you found out what your next song is? Is it? Can you make sure it's one with like a a file we can download? And is it one that I have to like cut all the music out of?" And then, mm-hmm. so uh, it, yeah. when you're choosing fans, please pick something well, easy. Choose something more recent. I reckon because it's such an old song, you know, mm. it's going to have a lot of uh, stuff that you can't adapt to. But That's more true. recent stuff will probably be easier to do. Yeah, it'll have um, karaoke files and stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and also, I've got to say, massive shout out to editor Rich for editing. Yes the terrible things that i gave him into mm. something that's mildly entertaining i think not for me i hate it i hate it with every fiber of my being i was i was saying to andy just before we um because uh, peeling back the curtain here we're recording this before the news video has gone live today and in mm. the news video will be my the, the full music video <laughs> however i've still not watched the full version of the music video because I can't bring myself to do it yet. Because <laughs> I hate it that much. Who who filmed the scene when you're on the sofa? I did. Okay. 
I was wondering if you got like your your parents to do any nope. of the filming. No, nope. no, they weren't involved. Nope, 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 not at all. Nope. No, no. Are they are they proud of you? I haven't told them a lot about it because <laughs> they've just what? So all they've heard is bothered. you shouting about you being Mr. Ass from well, from I, the room. I, I told them I told them I had to record a song about Mr. Ass and told them that you know I'm I'm going to be singing. I'd appreciate it if you guys were like you know downstairs so you didn't hear me while i was doing it um i had to briefly explain who mr ass was mm. um haven't showed them any of the costume or any of the clips that i recorded or the music video itself because no Mm-mm. don't want to do that well next chris next christmas uh, video will make you send your mum another text with a link to the video See, my parents are kind of used to the fact that I do weird stuff for work now, mm-hmm. and so if I go, oh, I'm doing some, I'm doing this, and I go, is that for work? I go, yeah, yeah. all right, fair enough. Yeah. yeah, that sounds like the sort of thing yeah. you do at Russell Talk. Yeah, but that's that's the thing though. If I was living in my place right now in my flat, mm. it'd be totally fine, and I could tell them I'd have a laugh about it and be like, oh, yeah, I'm doing this thing. It's called Mister Ass. <laughs> fun times and jokes but because i'm here living with them right now it makes it super weird and just obnoxious because then i have to sing about butts for ages yeah it was well when i did it, it my dad's got his own recording studio so i, mm. so I did it in the garden so and in, in the garden in the, the recording studio which is at the end of our garden yeah. so um it, feel, it felt less weird yeah it would do it's like I recorded my Tyler Breeze stuff in the recording studio in the office back, you know, before lockdown mm. and all that jazz. Could record that in the studio in the office. And that was fine because I knew no one could hear me and it was OK. But yeah. God, recording it just in my parents' house. Mm-mm. You, you can could, I mean, you can you can tell you can tell that you're holding back because you're like really holding back instead of going like, um, I don't know. What the what are the. <laughs> What's I t- love to love them. Yeah. So instead of I saying, like, I love to love it, you're going, I, I love to love them. I love, I love to, to love them. And you can sort of hear you going, oh my God, what is, what is my love? Em. Hey, man, at least it's not Greg's. It, yeah. Yeah. I guess. Also, now, though, today, Mr. Ass music video is coming out. And also, tomorrow, going to be painting my face as Jeff Hardy. What mm. is my life? Yeah. Well, uh, we'll look out next week uh, if you're a patron. If you're not a patron, go to uh, patreon.com forward slash WrestleTalk where you'll be able to decide which song I'm going to be singing next <laughs> for losing this. And I have a feeling that Pete's going to try and think of a horrible song to sway you. Hey, I'm impartial. See, I'm not an asshole like you who would suggest something like Ass Man. I am just going to say, what do you guys want to see? And then they will suggest and vote. I'm pretty sure if I go back on Patreon and look at the last post for Kelly Kelly, when I did that, you said you, I don't think you suggested Kelly Kelly, but you were like, oh no, he really doesn't want to do, I can't remember what it was. It might have been Mr. Ass. I think you might have tried to get me to do Mr. Ass, but like you said, you've taken the bullet for everyone else now. So no one else ever has to do it. I don't know what you're talking about. No. Okay, fine. But have you got an email? Yeah, yeah, we'll do that quick before we uh, before we get out of here. This one's uh, a long one. Uh, yeah. This one is from Jack the Moy Sensation, regular mm-hmm. emailer in. Again, get in your emails to support at WrestleTalk.com. Thank you. Uh, it can be literally about anything. We just want stuff to talk about. Um, 
He says, hey guys, it's Jack, your moistest companion. Ugh, don't like that. Here to take another trip down memory lane. After hearing Andy's harrowing tales of trips and spills, it was nice to hear tales where love prevails, or at least incidents get uh, leading to you getting laid. Nice. Um, yeah, for, for people who are listening to the SmackDown podcast for the first time, uh, we've been having some emails in talking about stupid things you used to do when you were much younger and naive in order to impress someone that you liked, or in some cases doing stupid stuff, and it worked. Mm. So Jack is uh, continuing that train. Here's mine. Uh, da -da -da -da. In 2009, I had a gnarly, long, drawn-out breakup. I'd been with a girl for two years, and after we separated, we took it in turn, stringing each other along for five months. No good. Wouldn't advise it. During that time, I went to see Papa Roach in London with a group of friends and met a lovely girl who was unfortunately taken, but I added her on Facebook. A couple months later, I went uh, for a Chinese in the Riverbank Buffet in Norwich with my friend Jacqueline, and I see a familiar face through the window walking along the river with her brother. It was her. Think fast, Jack. Uh, think fast, Jack. React. She's getting away. Full body wave like you're spontaneously combusting. <laughs> she sees you. Dead eye contact. Smile and yell, higher. She looked puzzled and continued her night. And when Jacqueline asked who she was, I said, I'm not sure, but she's hot. The next day, I checked her relationship <laughs> status and pinged her a message, and the next thing you know, we're going to Zach's, a Norwich burger bar, on our first date. We sat outside, and a pigeon flies in my face. I played it cool, and at the end of the night, I got my kiss. Weirdly, our relationship was built on what was, what was essentially a rebound bang for both of us, but it worked. In 2012, she goes to uni in Bournemouth for three years, but we make it work. In 2014, I propose. In 2015, we go to Asia for eight months. In 2016, we got married. In 2019, we started paying the mortgage on our first home. In 2020, we welcomed our daughter Josie to the world. Take a chance, people. An uncomfortable evening of strangers thinking you're a weirdo could lead to the single greatest relationship you ever have. There is somebody for everybody. I found mine, and and she wasn't in a stagnant pond. Take care, guys. You're the best. Thank you, Jack. Well, I'm glad that you're so romantic when you talk about your now the mother of your child when uh -huh. you say she was a nice bang. Um, yeah. Uh, fantastic. Well, no, that's that's it's, nice. It's very nice. That's very a nice, nice story. Yeah, I'm really glad that it all like worked out and stuff. It's it, it's weird how. Things can happen to spark a relationship from I, seemingly nothing that turn out to be great. I like the idea that she would have been probably thinking for about half an hour after she walked past you going, who who was that? Who was that? Yeah. Just shaking his entire I body feel, at me. I feel like I recognize him, but I have no idea. And then he messaged her on Facebook and said, hello, I'm the moist sensation. And the rest, <laughs> is, the rest is history. That's how it works. Yes. That's the perfect opening line. I may have to use that. Mm hmm. I'm I'm the moist sensation. Date. Step four profit. Yeah, yeah. I think is is. Yeah, yeah. Is I think that's that's pretty much it. I mean, is it too late now? I've I've, I've actually my anniversary's in uh, my two anniversaries in two weeks. Is it too late to use that line? I think you can. But yeah. Bring it out on the anniversary. And Which just say, hey, I'm Andy, the moist sensation. Nice to re meet you. And before people suggest I'm breaking the law, uh, I live on my own, so I am allowed to visit one other household during lockdown. That's true. So I am I'm seeing her later. So I'll I'll report back next week, mm -hmm. um, and let you know what what I can what what, what happens. I imagine it's yes. going to be very successful. Mm -hmm. Yeah, can't wait to hear all the details. Regret saying mm. that immediately. Uh, <laughs> we've not got any more time really for today. I was very going to very quickly talk about D and D, but we'll save that for next week we're playing D, D together there you go we are playing D, D together and 
it's fun. Anyway, that's the, the Cliff Notes version. We'll get to the proper one in another episode. Uh, for those of you listening, uh, uh, for those of you that watch the YouTube versions of these as well, I should say, the episode is moving to the WrestleTalk podcast channel as of like, this is the last one that's going to be on the main WrestleTalk channel. So go ahead and subscribe on the YouTubes to the WrestleTalk podcast channel, because that's where the YouTube version of the SmackDown podcast and all our podcasts will be as of now, as of Elimination Chamber tomorrow, technically. But uh, yeah, go do that. Also, keep being awesome. We love you very much. Thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, and hopefully we'll see you in another episode sometime soon. We've got an Elimination Chamber review coming on Monday as well. So listen out for that. Catch you guys later. Stay safe. We love you. Bye. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.